Well, we're going to receive communion tonight. And uh, again, anyone that is interested is welcome to do so. Parents, it's up to your discretion, the age of your children. It's a serious time, uh, but we don't want anybody uh, to be excluded if their heart is in any way drawn uh, to the meaning of this, the meaning of joining in with the suffering, the death of Christ, participating and uh, essentially receiving of these elements uh, as a symbol and a remembrance. This do in remembrance of me. And not uh, with a bold arrogance, but a humility that of yielding ourselves and bowing ourselves before him. Thankful for the manger, thankful for the cross. He suffered greatly between the manger and the cross. And just as much as we're thankful for the manger and the cross, we are blessed to be able to worship a risen Savior. That empty tomb changes the whole dynamic of everything with his resurrection. Praise God for that. We serve a risen Savior today. Thank the Lord. We're going to do it the same way that we've done it in the past, recent past. Those in the back, you can file your way up the center aisle. And uh, we're going to have a couple of ladies up here uh, serving. I think it goes a little bit faster and and, uh, and then go right back out the side aisles back to your seats. And if you choose not to uh, participate, that is completely your choice. No need to feel uh, any kind of embarrassment for that at all. And I uh, would just encourage you in any way. Your heart is hungering for the things of God to participate in this this evening. Let's bow our head for prayer as we prepare ourselves uh, for this time of remembrance. Our Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you tonight. We're about to participate in one of the most solemn and yet glorious uh, sacraments and participating of the elements, receiving of the elements of this sacrament. Um, means of grace, we could call it. A, a, a touch that comes right straight from the throne of God to our heart. Because you have challenged us to do this often and do it in remembrance of you, the suffering, the brokenness of your body, the shedding of your blood. Father, I pray that you would take this grape juice, these broken pieces of 
matzah bread and sanctify them. That is, Father, would you set them apart for their intended purpose tonight to help us in in our worship of you and realizing the suffering, the love that comes from your suffering, the grace that you provide us. I pray, Lord, that you would make it, not only set it aside as uh, for its intended purpose, but sanctified in the sense of making it holy to us as well. May our heart be filled with your divine love, your divine presence. Hover over us in these next few moments, I pray. Help us to reflect and to be grateful. Humbly give you praise and adoration that you are so worthy of tonight. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You're welcome to begin. And as you're coming, I'm going to be reading some scripture. Beginning in Luke chapter 22, I'm going to go back into the book of Exodus and then into the book of Isaiah. You can listen. We do have uh, uh, the gluten-free wafers as well. If you'd like that, just ask for it tonight. Then came the day of unleavened bread when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the goodman of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he shall show you a large upper room furnished. There make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And when the hour was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves, for I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. Going back into the book of Exodus, chapter number 12, beginning with verse number 3, Speak ye, this is the story of the Passover itself. Jesus said, I desire, great desire, I want to participate in this Passover with you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. Ye shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats, and ye shall keep it 
up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire, his head with his legs and with the pertinence thereof. And you shall let nothing in it remain, nothing of it remain until the morning, and that which remaineth of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. Thus shall ye eat it, with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be... To you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And this day shall be unto you for a memorial, and ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations, and ye shall keep it a feast by the ordinance forever. Then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said unto them, Draw out and take you a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover. And ye shall take a bunch of hyssop and dip it in the blood that is in the basin and strike the lintel and the two side posts with the blood that is in the basin. And none of you shall go out at the door of his house until the morning. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians and when he seeth the blood upon the lintel, And upon the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not suffer the destroyer to come in unto your houses to smite you. And ye shall observe this thing for an ordinance to thee and to thy sons forever. And it shall come to pass when ye be come to the land which the Lord will give you, according as he hath promised, that ye shall keep this service. And it shall come to pass when your children shall say unto you, What mean ye by this service? That ye shall say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses. And the people bowed the head and worshipped. And the children of Israel went away and did as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, so did they. Going back to Isaiah chapter 7, looking at the prophecies of Christ, the prophecy of his suffering, the prophecy of his coming. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be forsaken of both her kings. Going 
going over to chapter number 9. Verse number 2, the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. In verse 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 50, verse 6, I gave my back to the smiters, my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For the Lord God will help me, therefore shall I put, I shall not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be ashamed. Isaiah 53, who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked. And with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. If we jump back to chapter 52 and verse 14, as many were astonished at thee his visage was so marred more than any man and his form more than any of the sons of men coming back to 53 verse 11 he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many for he shall bear their iniquities therefore will i divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. We come back over to Luke chapter 22, verse number 19. This brings us to where we are tonight. He took bread. He gave thanks. He break it. 
and gave unto them, saying, This, this is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Likewise also the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is, which is shed for you. What a reality. That he gave of himself, broken in body, so marred that he was unrecognizable, so broken, you wouldn't know who he was, crushed in his spirit sin of mankind, not just the sins of his generation, but the sins of our generation as well and every generation in between pressed in upon him. And he brings his disciples to this point where he says, take this bread and we join with him tonight. As Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 11, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let's join together. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped saying this cup is the new testament in my blood the new covenant the old testament's fulfilled the new testament in my blood this do ye as oft as ye drink it of me. Let's take it together. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Father, Again, we come to you in Jesus' name, thankful for your Son who gave his life for us, for our transgression, for our sin, so that we could be set free, so that we could be forgiven, so that we could be restored broken body, the shedding of your blood, the love that is expressed for humanity, whosoever will, and that includes all of us collectively and all of us individually, we bow our hearts in humility this evening and grateful, grateful praise. Thank you for all that you've done, for your blessings to us. Praise God, in Jesus' name.
Praise God. What a Christmas story. He came so that he could die. He died so that he could be raised again. He's risen so that he can intercede for all of us individually tonight. He knows what we're facing. He knows what we will be facing. He's interceding. He's carrying those for us. As we approach a new year, the challenges that are before us, we can know with confidence that he is already there. Praise God. Let's stand together tonight. I trust you have a good week. Enjoying God's blessings and His presence and His victory. Praise God. Is every heart clear this evening? All right. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him and all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Oh. Uh...